Why, good morning, Cam. Oh, hail and well met, fellow traveler. Mm-mm. I still don't you? know what to say to that. I'm doing well. <laughs> you could just say hi. Well, hi there. Like a normal person. Well, hello there, sir. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Guten Tag. Oh, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Do we? Apple's unleashed. Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds, like a, sounds like a horror movie involving dogs. Yeah. But before we, before we get to that, um, you didn't see the Packer game this last Thursday night, did you? No. Why would I watch the Packers? Oh, I thought I, I thought that I was I was starting to have positive influence on you. But <laughs> uh, incorrect. <laughs> I am really excited about the fact that we uh, knocked off the only undefeated team in the league on Thursday night, the Arizona Cardinals. And and I have to say that the score doesn't completely represent how how it feels like the game went, at least. It feels like the Packers dominated a lot of it, but both both teams really were moving the ball. It just came down to a couple of uh, of turnovers, and ah uh, yes, turnovers. And the last significant play of the game. So imagine yourself, and I and I apologize. I don't remember the quarterback's name of the Cardinals because I really don't. Tyler care. Murray. Tyler Murray. Thank you. Kyler um, with the K. Hmm. K Y L E R. Kyler. Tyler. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Um, so Murray uh, is, he drops back and it's, I think it's like third and goal drops back, throws it into the end zone straight to his receiver. And the, uh, the cornerback for the Packers, uh, Douglas reaches his hand in and tips it, tips it in his direction. He turns around, he catches it, drops two feet in bounds and then goes out of bounds and intercepts the ball in the end zone with like, I don't know, 14 seconds left in the game. This would, that was the game winning play. And, uh, and Douglas just stole it right away from him. It was a touchback then, right? No, no well, it would have been a touchback. Yeah. Okay. I just, cause he fell out of the end zone. So I was a bit confused. Well, he, he, he planted two feet. So, so it was a, it was a reception. It was an interception. Right. But then he went out of bounds. So it would have been a touchback. Yeah. But man, it was so good. I enjoyed that uh, so much. I'm happy that your <clears throat> that your team won, and probably the biggest game of the year for them at this point, you know, and what could be the biggest game of the year for them for a while. So uh, until maybe the playoffs. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. Well, you know what I'm looking forward to today. There is a, a game I've seen this advertised during. The, <clears throat> yeah, a football during game that actually game. matters that that more people actually <laughs> care about. <laughs> number six undefeated Michigan at number nine undefeated Michigan State. Mm, that should be fun. College game day is there. Big noon kickoff is there. Ball barstool sport like everyone is in East Lansing, which is funny because it's East Lansing. No one's there. No one yeah. goes there ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm equal parts excited and terrified because the last time that both Michigan and Michigan State have played each other when they were in the top 10 was in the 60s. Yeah. When my parents were like, you know, two or four or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and Michigan State came into the big house last year 
and beat Michigan. Michigan was like a 20 point favorite and we lost that game and we looked horrible doing it. Um, so I have, and Michigan States looked really, really good this year on offense specifically. I have one of the best running backs in the country. Uh, so I'm one team will be undefeated at the end of today and one will have a loss. And I'm, I'm hoping that it's Michigan that is undefeated, but it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. I think to say the least, a little better be. All right. Well, go Michigan. I'll root with you. This Woohoo! good so, choice, Mitch. Yeah. Since I know nothing about it. So I'll root with you. Well, it's, you chose correctly. All right. Oh, yeah. So Sports. I want to tease something real quick that I talked to you about before the show. I have a new toy that I'm playing with today. A new toy sitting in front of me on the desk that uh, that I'm super excited about. And I will talk about it in the delighting me section today because did, it is very much delighting me. Did you get a slinky? I can't tell you. He totally got a slinky, folks. <laughs> Everyone loves a slinky. <clears throat> so Apple Music Voice. Uh, terrible idea. You know, yeah, I don't see a whole lot of reason for it. Uh, but it's not the first service like this. Uh, Amazon ran something like this for a while for their Echo, for their Echo ecosystem. Uh-huh. And, you know... For somebody who just wants, you know, wants to have a couple of home pods or uh, something like that, that they don't want the full blown a- Apple Music, I could see that this could be a thing. Who wants that? I don't know. Not me, but somebody could. Really, dude? You know, if it's not, I want access. You, I want access to music, but I don't want to be able to interact with it in any any way other than with my voice. Who wants that? Somebody who has home pods. I have HomePods. I still want to be able to look at my music and scroll and pick and choose. And I don't know, hit a shuffle button. <laughs> which, <laughs> like, is, which is exactly why they have another subscription for you. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. I don't know. I don't think it, it, it's not, it seems a little bit like when I first heard it, I was like, Hmm, that's, they're going to have to defend this one. I don't quite get it. You know, I can see where there might be a very small subset of people that might be interested in this, but overall man home pods come in orange now <laughs> are you gonna get one <laughs> <laughs> man i'm tempted but uh i i was thinking about this during the keynote that i could totally get one but now what do i do with it because it's i don't need it in my studio i've got i've got studio monitors in here i've got you know, uh, Bluetooth connectivity to everything. I, you know, I've got an iMac in here if I want to um, talk to the lady in the tube. I just don't need it in here. We have uh, we have an Echo up in the living room, so that, and we've got one up in the bedroom for turning the lights on and off. But so I don't really need another device in the house. On top of that, if I wanted to get a device to to put in to listen to music um i'm probably not going to go home pod i'm probably going to actually be honest with you the monitors that i have in my studio here have bluetooth built in and i would consider getting a second set of these and putting them up in the bookshelves up in 
in the living room and then just being able to connect the our devices to them through bluetooth and uh listen to our stuff that way uh, makes the most sense for our space then it sounds like you don't need a home pod i don't know that i that i do uh, I really want to support that they're that they have an orange one, but at the same time, the product photos on the website make it look a little bit more like the coral color that they had before. That almost has just a slight pink to it, which I'm not real thrilled with that color. So, but yeah, HomePods in color. Woohoo! So there was a uh, a little surprise. Um, and this wasn't a surprise; it was rumored. But for me, it was it was kind of surprising that I cared about this product so much. And that was the AirPod third generation. So, what do you think about that? I mean, <laughs> what do you think my biggest complaint is going to be? Uh, the stems and the clicking. Ding 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 ding! <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. So. I have learned something about myself over the last, you know, several years. Um, I have had a version of, I think, almost every style of AirPod that has been out. So I went and I found them all because I knew we were going to talk about this. So I have my first generation AirPods right here. There's no juice in these because they've been sitting. (laughs) And I I have the uh, Relay (laughs) FM. Um the floss, floss sticker yeah. on it. Yeah. That's great. Pretty funny. But uh but I realized how old and goofy these look now with the long stem on them. But at any rate. So I had these and I didn't dislike these. They they worked really well for me. And and then when these started to go, I went and got the AirPods Pro. So I have those here. And I used the silicone tips for quite a while. And then I swapped them out for like a foam uh, tip. And those were comfortable, but they didn't always stay in my ear very well. And so I went back to the silicone tips. And now I get this weird. Now, first off, the left one is completely useless. I could throw that out because it rattles like crazy. Like I don't. I was laying in bed with the with the audio really low, listening to an audiobook one night, and it, it was rattling just from the guy's voice at like a very low volume. And so that one's completely worthless. The the right one works really well, but I get this weird feeling in my ear now where it feels like it's trying to suck my eardrum out. And I'm not That's odd. Yeah, I'm not happy with that. So, um, and then of course I got the AirPods Max. We've talked about that on the show before. That you know, I really love these. They sound amazing, uh, and they're they don't stick in my ear. They go over my ear, which would which from my um, past experience with headphones, like that's comfortable for me. I've spent you know, what was it, four five hours a day in the studio when I was in radio with uh, with these or with not these, but with regular headphones on, and they're very comfortable for me. I like, them. um, I wish I had, I wish I could get a longer cord for them because that's an issue, but, um, but then I got to thinking about it and I'm like, you know, the new AirPods really kind of, I, I use, uh, the regular AirPods a lot. And, uh, and I think these might be the trick for me because they have the AirPod like design or the AirPod Pro-like design, 
but they don't have the silicon tips. Um, I would miss the, I would miss the uh, noise cancellation and the transparency mode. Uh-huh. But but uh, I got them. So and they've been working really well for me. I'm really happy with them. And apparently my iMac is telling me that the charging case needs to be recharged. But uh, so really, the only difference is no silicone tips and no noise cancellation. <clears throat> pretty much, they have the spatial audio and everything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, no noise cancellation, no silicone tips. So and you like them? I do. I like them quite a bit, and they're a little bigger. Which, um, as we've established on the show before, um, I probably have a little bigger air canal, so that that sits and sits in there really nice. It's a little weird going from the AirPods Pro because uh, the AirPods Pro have um, have that silicon tip, so it kind of feels like they're seated in there a little bit differently. These feel like they're just sitting in my ear, like they could fall out at any moment, but um, I haven't had a problem with them falling out. So, so I'm not uh, I'm not unhappy with them. I think they're going to be good. I I will tell you, there's been some talk about they they call them magsafe um that they work with the magsafe chargers so you you know that when you run your phone over the top of the the charger it'll suck right up to the charger uh-huh. and and attach attach to your phone and charge your phone so i did that with these will that work so i just ran them kind of just very very close to the charger that sucked right up to the bottom of the case <laughs> started charging the case nice so, yeah, so it's it's legit MagSafe. So it's very cool. So I'm I'm really happy with them. They they fill that little void in my in my headphone life for now. So <laughs> I'm I'm good with it. So very cool. But that's not the new toy you got though, is it? No. No. Oh. So you got two new things. Yeah. Well, I've gotten a few new things, but uh that's going to be one of two that I'm talking about on the show today. Fair enough. I still think it's, I still, I still, I'm going to die on this hill, Mitch. When they had the long stem, you had to tap on it. When you get the short stem, you got to push a dumb little button. It's so backwards. So backwards. I'm, and I'm going to die on this hill too. I just hated tapping my ears. It was uncomfortable and weird and, like to to reach up and just click on it or double click on it if I want to skip something. I, to me, that that feels so much more natural to me than than uh, than the the tap. It's okay. Add it to the list of things we disagree about. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we uh we are we are diverse. We you have the right diverse. to be wrong. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um. So we got some new chips. Yes, I I don't M1 Pro and then Max. I don't know why they just why can't they just be consistent with how they name things? Like they named this the same way they named their phones, not the way they named their other chips. Okay. Like I just I don't understand. That's the only thing I'm going to complain about because these things are nuts. <laughs> in the best way possible well they're the way, awesome if, if i can talk about the naming for just a second i was thinking about this too because at first i i wasn't like i had the same reaction that you did like this 
the naming conventions are just weird. Um, but let's let's talk again real quick about the AirPods. You know, you have your regular AirPods, so you have your M1. You have your AirPods Pro that add features, um, and you have your M1 Pro. And then you've got your AirPods Max that are like the pinnacle of, of the product. Um, that is your your M1 Max. So I think from a naming convention there, it kind of makes sense the way they're stepping it up. It's just yeah, that it's not consistent you, across the, their products. Yeah, when you compare it to the phone, that breaks, though, because the Pro and the Max are the same except for the size. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference is it's bigger. It doesn't give you any extra performance now. Yeah, so. and, and unfortunately, because of the way they've positioned their phones, I think it'd be really difficult for them to go to a just being able to have a Pro and a Max instead of having a Pro and a Pro Max because your, your, your Pro is your Pro. But then when you go to the larger pro, it's still a pro. They still have to have that designation because it's on the pro line. But now it's the max version of that pro. They do this to themselves, Mitch. I have, yeah. I have zero pity for them when it comes to this. It's their own, their own uh, decision making. No. So. You got a crackle in your mic? Uh, a little bit there, yeah. I think my uh, cable is a little loose. Mm. Okay. But, but anyway, the performance. performance yes. Oh, boy. Uh, I want, will not buy, but I want very bad. <laughs> I would, that was but, going to be a question if, if you were really considering trading in that, uh, M1 air that you have. No, cause the, the M1 air does everything that I need to do without even breaking a sweat. Um, so there's, while I want very badly, one of these new MacBook pros that has all of the IO mm-hmm. and these new chips uh they're so expensive and i have zero need for them just want you know and uh-huh. that's that, i don't spend three grand on something i want because that's a crap ton of money that i really honestly can't afford right now for something i don't need it's you know yeah. so it's i just you know look at them and go oh wouldn't that be fun to have and then realize that the machine that i already have that i've already paid for (laughs) does everything that i needed to do Mm -hmm. without breaking a sweat like i said so yeah impressive from an engineering standpoint incredibly so uh especially the uh the max like goodness gracious Mm -hmm. things that they've been able to pull off with that is like you know and i love the guy uh that does the presentation for the chips on like his secret lab in the basement and he's like very and like walks like like he's uh, (laughs) he reminds me of like a bond villain in a good way yeah um but yeah i just i'm thoroughly impressed like i I did not expect this much of a performance jump this quickly from the m1 because the m1 was already a huge jump from what they were able to do with intel chips um but for the second generation to be these two options. I don't think anyone expected this much of a performance bump uh, so quickly, but that's, I mean, very uh, what's the word. Um, The future is bright. Uh (laughs) I mean, the present is, but goodness gracious, imagine what these are going to be like in four or five years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
and and the fact that they've they're running out ahead of pretty much every other chip manufacturer right now it'll be interesting to see how the industry responds to it i probably just cry a little bit yeah but i mean you think about it like it's they can because they run the full stack now mm-hmm. i mean this is what happens when you run the entire hardware firmware software the whole stack right you get you get advantages like this you know and with windows being the main competitor software wise the only company that could technically rival this is microsoft with their uh-huh. surface with their surface line you know um dell's not going to do it because they don't run windows you know hp like it's not going to happen yeah it's not they, they, exactly they run the hardware and then another company makes the chips and then another company makes the software, you know? Mm-hmm. So Apple has positioned itself well in the past to allow themselves to do this now. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm interested. I haven't seen the benchmarks yet, you know, like the geek bench scores and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of me doesn't want to because of how ludicrous I think they're going to be. Well, from what I've heard, they are ludicrous. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't really get into benchmarks personally, but I don't, I don't really like if I was a a huge PC gamer, maybe, maybe I would care more, but I, I just don't really, um, I will say that I'm probably up for a laptop update in the next year or two. And so this is incredibly exciting for me because, you know, I know what my next um a laptop is probably going to look like and uh as far as far as like this is the first time i think i've really seriously considered uh getting a a really souped up laptop and running it in clamshell mode in my studio um connected to a computer and have it be the one canonical computer that i have and and not have a desktop and not you know not need the desktop because the laptop will do everything that the desktop will do and in this case you know these are the fastest machines that are available right now from from apple so you know i can see that this being a a legit uh legit um replacement for even a desktop computer oh absolutely absolutely but but I, just, I just, bought, just bought my iMac, so I'm not going to be replacing that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. That's, but, no, but like these, the, the new pros, like multiple USB-C Thunderbolt ports, you got your SD card slot back, amen, hallelujah, praise uh-huh. Jesus, built-in HDMI. Oh, it's just wonderful that they finally realized that dongles are not the answer. Well, they fixed the ports. Um, for the most part, uh, there's no USB-A port on these, which, well, you know, fine. I didn't, I never expected that there would be, but when you start talking about ports that people need and, and dongles and such, you know, they're still missing a, an ethernet jack and any kind of USB-A. So there's still going to be some dongles that'll, that'll be needed, but it won't be needed by the majority of people probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Giving, giving the SD card and the HDMI back was glorious. Mm-hmm. And that keyboard, no more touch bar. 
Yes, well. actual function so, keys, yeah. Yeah, full height function keys, a huge uh -huh. escape key. I, I can't remember which podcast it was, but it was like the, uh, oh, fine. You do want your, you want your escape key back? Here's a huge escape key. <laughs> <on your> keyboard. <laughs> so it was kind of the snarky response. So, yeah, but I really like no, the black, the black, you know, inlay and everything. Oh yeah. on the keyboard. Yeah. Um, the, they, they went back to the half, half height, uh, um, offset arrow keys i i didn't think it was a big deal you know for the longest time and then i started using the arrow keys a lot and it's a big deal like you've got to be able to feel your your keys your arrow keys and not have to look down at the and at the computer and when you got to look down at your keyboard to find your arrow keys you know that that's uh that's a no win for me um you know, the fact that they went to all full, all half height arrow keys again, and they now feel different again on the keyboard. So yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> so, uh, they're, they're, they're wonderful little machines. How do you feel about the notch? Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. It gives me more, gives you more screen real estate and they hide the menu bar up there anyways. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's. Me at all. I think it's good. I think the only place where it would fall down for me, and it really has to do with the uh, the the menu bar itself, and maybe a little bit of my OS OCD, OSD. I was about to say OSD. I have no idea. Um, OCD is that like I would want it split in half on either side, and there's a lot of talk right now that if you've got a lot of menu items for the app you're in, that it will jump over the the notch and continue on the other side so they won't hide behind that uh, i hope so but the menu bar icons coming from the other side if they go under the notch they get hidden under the notch who has that many menu bar you you yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude i run bartender for a reason man you should see all the menu bar icons i have and well, we did bartender. that for a show didn't we we talked didn't about we it yeah. yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah well but, sorry about it. well good thing you don't not get in one of these machines just yet yeah you, I, have, you have time to figure out your menu bar icon situation yeah it'll come i uh i'll probably give it a couple of years and then i'll pick one up but but yeah and that could all change i've, I've got uh some stuff coming down the pipe that uh, might change some things up for me so we'll see Nothing major. I'm not going to Windows or anything, so don't think I'm losing my religion. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, REM, calm down. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. Um, I've heard uh, really good things about the mini LED display. Yes, I so 120 hertz refresh rate, a variable refresh rate. Uh huh. Which I'm so used to on my phone now. Like, I don't even notice it anymore. I I love it. Like, I, I don't either. But it, but the smoothness of it, I think if I had to go back and use a device that didn't have that, I totally would notice that it didn't have it. Because my, my eyes are just so used to it now. Well, my iPad mini does not have it. I will tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, it's, I mean, I, I can imagine the display 
like the you know the 14 or 16 inch like that size the the animation has got to be just very pretty mm-hmm. oh Stephen Ten- hackett's turned it off already well of course he has <laughs> well he he could he i don't know if it's motion sickness or what he gets but it bothers him you know it makes him nauseous which yeah. i think is interesting yeah but and yeah. i'm sure he's not the he's not the only one you know and it's not his fault right it's just yeah. it is it, what it is if you haven't listened to connected this this last week yet uh um he talks about it on there so but, uh, briefly but he does discuss it so cool cool good machines mitch i'm super i dare say great machines amazing machines any other superlatives we can throw out there us good midwesterners incredible glorious fantastic phenomenal yeah there we go i think that covers the bases there's more but we're we're, we digress so yes um but yeah and magsafe is back like legit old school mag safe this i just it cracks me up why they ever got rid of it in the first place right I, I, it made no sense hey we've got this really cool power adapter that will just clip off whenever someone trips or runs over your thing to protect your computer it's perfect everyone loves it hey let's remove it <laughs> like why it makes no sense. Let's mm-hmm. let's go back to the way it used to be where your power cord was stuck in there real good so that if anyone trips or runs over it, your $2,000 laptop is done. Gonzo. Yeah. It's such a stupid decision. Yeah. But it's glad to... I brought glad it back, that... so... Mm-hmm. Yay. Yep. Old things um, are new again, right? Yep. The guys on ATP call it the apology tour, Mac. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's all your ports back. We got rid of your touch bar and we gave you MagSafe back. It's it's just like you know those MacBook Pros we made five years ago that everyone loved. Right. <laughs> so you don't have to. You don't they're have to all smoking back. too much of that weed that their crack marketing team was into. The design, yeah. the engineers were like, oh, maybe that's what it was. Seriously, calm down, people. I think it takes more than weed, but well, yeah, who knows? But it was just like. That's exactly right. Everything that was good about the MacBook Pro five years ago is now back, but it's com- it's combined with a mini LED display in a in a chipset that is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, did you see the uh, the rumors um, of the the new iPad? I'm sorry, uh, MacBook Airs. No, um, so I haven't. There, the rumor is next year. Okay. Um, they're going to be releasing uh new M1 MacBook Airs. Now, whether or not they'll have a different chip, like it'll be an M2 uh, generation chip or something like that, that will be advancing the MacBook Air. But the rumor is, is that they're going to come in the colors of the, the iMac. Of course. And the notch will be white because the, the entire, the entire bezel and everything of, of the front of the computer will, will be white instead of black it to match the it'll probably be light gray yeah. um to match the imax but but that's the rumor interesting mm-hmm. well, i'll keep my uh my space gray or whatever color mine is with the black bezels quite honestly and and i don't know that that uh we'll be in a position to be able to afford one but my wife and i have talked a lot about getting her a uh a macbook 
and I would love, 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 love to get her a a purple uh, iMac Air. I'm sorry, MacBook Air. Um, so that she has a nice machine to do her work on. So, yeah, man. But hashtag MacBook for Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> started people. Yep. You know, and the sad thing is that she's always gotten my hand me downs. So she's never had like a brand new, like super fast, no worries type of machine. She's always had one that she's had to sit at because right now she's rocking my, what is it? 2010 uh, MacBook Pro, my 15 inch. So Yikes. does that thing require a, like a, a crank to turn over? <laughs> almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it does have MagSafe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But. No, she doesn't use it that much, but you know, every once in a while she needs the screen real estate and it is a 15 inch. So it's a nice big, you know, nice big one. But, um, so I would have to talk to her about, uh, um, maybe looking at a 13 inch as opposed to the 15 inch, but right now she does almost everything on her phone. So, so yeah. You don't let her use your iMac? Well, you know, if she ever wanted to come down in the studio and use it for something, I would not have a problem with that. You know, I've offered her my my MacBook uh, Pro as well to use for stuff. And um, she just kind of, eh, you know, whatever. It's it's fine. You know, so she's she's not she's not the tech geek that I am. So well, she's, that's fair. You know, if she can do it, um, if she can do it on her phone, she's going to try and find a way to do it on her phone. Impressive. So, I don't think there's much more to talk about here. Yeah, we, I mean, we nothing. didn't get the Mac Mini that was rumored. You know, it'll be sometime next year. Um, there's yeah, still it's going to be a little beast, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. There's still a 27 inch uh, to 30 inch iMac out there somewhere that we'll probably see next year, uh, end of next year. Uh, Mac Pro. Can you imagine a Mac Pro? what they're going to do with that i'm yeah i don't know i'm hesitant to get my hopes up mm-hmm. one because it'll be i'll never own one because right. it's just the price will be prohibitive for everybody <laughs> it's like well, this, in the door for five grand you know this makes me wonder if there's a legitimacy to the the mini mac pro or the mac pro mini or however they would, would yeah. phrase it um, you know, something that has the, uh, the Mac pro styling, but is a much smaller machine because with the, these chips, you do not need discrete graphics cards and all this other stuff that they, well, have yeah. And the, the thermal, the thermal infrastructure will be a lot smaller too. Cause they're yeah. on a lot cooler. I mean, you're, you're not going to need that big of a box to put this in. So, you know, I could foresee a less expensive version of the mac pro that's a smaller unit doesn't have the 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 uh the extra bays for putting in your own cards and stuff like that it's just basically you know really souped up mac mini and then and then they offer a mac pro that has the capability of discrete graphics and all that kind of stuff so i'd be interested to see what they're going to do with that yeah i mean i guess i'm interested from a curiosity standpoint mm-hmm. because like i said i certainly will not be able to afford either of them yeah this is not a machine that i would ever buy unless you know i won the lottery and had 
like obnoxious amount of money to to spend on stuff just because I could, but it's definitely not something that I would get because I need it. So. Yeah, I'm not uh, producing any uh, animated films over here. Yeah. Well, cool, man. What's delighting you today? Uh, well, right currently, the thought of Michigan beating Michigan State is delighting me. <laughs> <laughs> now, whether whether that comes to fruition or not remains to be seen. Uh, but either way, I will be having myself a nice steak after the game, either in victory or defeat. So I'll either be uh-huh. celebrating or or swallowing my sadness. But uh, it's, I mean like sports really don't matter. Like it's just a game, you know, but because of the shortness of the college football season, I really do enjoy game day because mm-hmm. I get 12, maybe 13 games a year. And it just, <clears throat> to me, they matter more because there's fewer of them, right? The whole scarcity uh, principle. Right. Um, and it's fall and winter, my favorite times of year. And so football goes right along with that. And, you know, I've I've always been a bigger college fan than I have been a pro fan. And that goes for most sports. I just, I enjoy college athletics more than, than pro um, for whatever reason. That's just, you know, my, my bent. But yeah, and it's just, like I said, it's the first time they've been in the top 10 where each team has been in the top 10 for the Sin State rivalry since the 60s. So this has never happened in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan has generally been better than Michigan State in my lifetime, though Michigan State has had a few really good teams. Uh, but overall, Michigan has been better. Um, and Michigan State beat us last year in a really, really bad way. So like, that, that there's a bitter taste in a lot of Michigan fans' mouths. And, and the the – the stereotype is that Michigan fans are snobby and sore winners and sore losers uh, when it comes to, you know, this, this particular in-state rivalry. Um, And there's truth to a lot of that for a lot of Michigan fans. Uh, I would like to think I don't fall in that category, but we all think better of ourselves, (laughs) generally speaking. Uh, But it's just, I'm just, you know, if you had told me, because Michigan sucked last year. We went two and four, and then our last two or three games got canceled because of COVID, so we didn't have to lose to Ohio State by 50 because God is good. Um, But, like, if you had told me going into this year that Michigan would be 7-0, and would be ranked number six in the country, would have one of the best rushing offenses in the country, 253 yards a game, and that Michigan State would also be 7-0, and <laughs> if you never, like, there's – I would have taken – the opposite bet for a million dollars. Like there's no way this is going to happen. It's impossible, but here we are, you know? And so I just, I'm, it's delighting me because no one saw this coming and here we are. And it's going to be whether we win or lose. I just want to enjoy the moment, you know? Right. So it's good. It's just going to be a good Saturday, even if we lose because sports really don't matter, but, you know, it is something that is entertaining for the most part. So, What about you, sir? Are you finally going to tell me about this toy that has remained hidden? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm I assuming, 
Oh, can pick I guess? It up and show it to you. Can I guess? Go ahead. It's not Legos. That nope. was last time. Is it a piece of audio equipment? It is a piece of audio equipment. Did you get a new interface? Mm, I wouldn't call it an interface. Did you get have it? A, it has that in it. But... It has it. In, yeah. okay. okay. I'm sending you a link. It has an interface built into. Uh, so to tell the oh. story, to tell the story, I got a new mixer. So to yeah. tell the story here, I had a Behringer uh, mixer here, um, a kind of an inexpensive mixer. Um, it was very kind of had a lot of features, a lot of buttons, a lot of stuff going on on the board. I, I bought it because being from radio, I thought, yeah, I can handle this. I can get all my settings right and get everything in there properly and, you know, and, and do this really well. Well, over the years that I've used that board, I've had two significant issues. Uh, one issue, um, and you, you don't hear it on the podcast because I filter it out, but I get a lot of background, like a background hum or it, like an interference in my mic. And I've never been able to really filter that out. And uh -huh. I've always been suspicious because I have a shielded cable, so that shouldn't be the issue. And I, I will say that right behind me, there's a little wall, kind of a half wall. And right uh -huh. behind that is um, the electrical board for the whole house. So there's a little bit of electrical, electric magnetic energy in this room. So it is something that, that I totally um, was, was going to be a problem. So I thought, well, maybe it's the mixer. And that, that could be one problem. But the other problem that I was having is that it would not connect to my computer consistently. So I've never told you this, right? I don't think I have. Um, we run into a couple issues when after we've gotten on the call. But, uh, but I have a, a pretty regular issue where it, it's not connected to the computer. So I have to go in the back of the computer. I've got to unplug the USB, plug it back in. And then it may or may not connect. So I might have to do that a couple of times before it actually, the computer sees it, it's working properly and, uh -huh. and everything's, everything's going well. So I, last weekend, I was, uh, I was checking my email and there is a, we, we've done used pod decks on the, uh, on the, the podcast before it's, you know, we've, uh -huh. we've used it for a couple of, uh, our, <clears throat> I'd hesitate to call them throwaway episodes, but some of some of the little fun episodes that we've had where we've answered questions and done, done stuff like that. We, you know, we've used that. Well, he's creating kind of whole community around podcasting and stuff like that. And he was giving one of these boards away. Well, I didn't win it. Um, <laughs> but then I looked, I looked on Amazon and you know, the, the financing that they offered was totally reasonable for, for my budget. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this thing a try. And this thing, I got it yesterday and I hooked it up and I've had zero issues with it. It's worked exactly you, the way that I thought it should. Can and, you tell the listeners what it is? Cause you haven't I'm done sorry. yet. It's the uh, Tascam Mixcast 4. I'll put a link in the show notes, but it has everything that you would expect it to have. Um, but the, but it's very simplified board. 
Um, there's lots of lights, which, you know, just pleases the, the kid in me. Um, but it, uh, you know, it's very basic. On your first channel, you do have a talkback button, which is kind of nice. So if anybody who has ever um, worked in radio or worked in a, in a studio like that, uh, the talkback button is really nice because I can, if I've got other people connected to this board, um, because it has four mic inputs and it has four headphone outputs. So you can take this somewhere and record a podcast with, with four people and, uh, and not have to have any additional equipment. So that's one of the really cool things about this. Um, because before with a Behringer, I had to run my audio from the Behringer into another matter of fact, I think I could pull this off the wall right now. I'll show you. I had to run this through another uh, headphone amp to be able to have anyone else on, on headphones. So, you know, this has, you know, five jacks in the back, four of them are headphone jacks and one of them is the input. And each, each headphone had a separate, had a separate, uh, volume. Well, on this board, there's four headphone <clears throat> outputs, which it's, it's the raw output. So you're not getting, you know, it's not going from a headphone jack into another splitter. So you're not getting degradation of, of the audio quality, which is what I was getting with this. Um, but, uh, but all there's a volume knob for each of those headphone jacks on the top of the board. They're all lit with a light that's, that's different, you know, different color that actually matches up with the color of the, uh, of the number of the microphone channel. So you can have, you know, I'm on channel one, so I'm green and I have the headphone jack that's illuminated in green. You know, I have somebody else in the studio with me that, that is on, uh, on the uh, second channel on channel two and I can have them on the, and that's purple. So I can give them, you know, the purple uh, headphone jack and I can have that all lined up. It's all color coded. It's very simple and, and very easy to use. So I literally last night, I plugged everything in, turned on the board and it worked. It connects via USB-C to USB-C cable to the, the iMac. So it's a good solid connection. It has a five inch LCD display on it that uh, is a touchscreen display. So with each mic channel, you can go in and massage your settings. There are presets. So you, so you can select presets, or if you know what you're doing, you can go in and, and massage them to get them about the way they want or the way you want it to be. So you have compressors, you have a, a noise suppressor, which I have on today. I had to adjust the attack on it a little bit because it was, it was clipping me a little bit, but, uh, but I did, I did set that. So some of the background noise that you'd normally hear on the podcast while I was recording, you don't hear today. I don't hear it. So there's a little bit that I can't get out of it, but I'll get that in the post-production, but but this board is awesome. It has a recorder built into it. So there's a SD card on the back, um, which is kind of a funny story this morning. I plugged the uh, 32 uh, gigabyte SD card into it to see, you know, to try it today. And uh, in when I set it up to record multi-track, so it records every channel on the board, uh -huh. it, it, it gave me like five minutes of recording. <laughs> so... And so then when I switched it to, to I turned off the multi-track. So it's just going to record one backup track. Uh -huh. And that's all I really wanted for was a backup track. It, it now it's like 30 hours and some, some odd um, 
minutes of recording so yeah that's a bit of a difference yeah so so it it sounds like based on everything that you just said it it sounds just like my roadcaster pro but the Tascam version mm-hmm. yeah and, so. and i that i was gonna say it's probably very similar to that how big um, is it it is about that big <laughs> it's, like, it's maybe um i think they said it was like 22 inches wide um i think it's a little bit bigger than your roadcaster how, how like how tall is it though like cause um, mine's definitely not 22 inches wide but it's probably like a foot tall it, it fits underneath my imac i can slide it underneath my imac so um it's probably Sorry. it's maybe like two 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 and a half inches tall so I meant, so you said like it was 22 inches wide. What's the mm-hmm. height? Not that, sorry, tall. Was the, what's the other like side how, of the rectangle? I'm, I'm sorry, the other way? Yeah, you said it was 22 oh, inches like wide. The depth. The de- yeah, sure. Yeah. That word. That I word. would give it, um, just from looking at it, it's just slightly over a foot maybe. Okay, so I think they're pretty close in size then. Yeah, so um what i didn't talk about is if you look at the picture of it there are eight colored buttons on the on the bottom there mm-hmm. um you can program those with sound effects um you can program it with a like a podcast intro um you can also program it with mic effects so you can assign mic effects to like i can assign a mic effect to my mic and then hit that button when i want it um oh, or, so you or set auto, it up auto tune yourself <laughs> yeah right i don't know their auto tunes built into it but there is a voice changer or like a pitch changer in there uh-huh. there's reverb i suppose you could probably stack some of these to make make different voices and stuff like okay. that so that that yeah. sort of like the mic effects the roadcaster mm-hmm. does not have yeah it has the it has the you know the touch pads that are color coded and you can put mm-hmm. any sort of audio file and you can like change the playback type to where they're like it loops or it stops or you know whatever so like you can get the stupid horn if you want to yeah. uh, but it doesn't have talking any... about this one yes now we're a rap video um <laughs> i hope that wasn't like super loud and i can at least edit it down no but that is exactly what i was talking about that was perfect yeah. uh, <laughs> But it does not have, uh, you can't assign mic effects to it. So that's something that the Tascam has that the Roadcaster Pro does not. Yeah. So, and there's eight banks of um, of those um, effects, effects or sound effects. So you can go in and record your sound effects in. I was going to try and get some sound effects in here before the show this morning, but I really couldn't. So, um, but, man, I am super stoked about this because oh a couple of things that i didn't mention um one if you have an old phone that plugs in uh that that you can get a cable for that uh you can plug it in with a um three and a half millimeter jack to the phone uh and has the the third channel for the mic uh you know what i'm talking about right so you're do i have something here so I have a um, three and a half millimeter jack right here on this on this one, uh-huh. and there's two lines on there. I don't know if you you know what those are yeah, for. Yeah, that's TRS. You need TRRS. You need the third right. one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need the one with three of those mm-hmm. lines. Yeah. And um, so if you have a cable like that, and you have a phone that'll do this, like, you probably do it with the iPhone with a little adapter. Yeah, you just like, need a little adapter. 
but yeah, you can route that into the, the device mm-hmm. here and there is a channel for, for a phone yeah. and you can, you can uh, do a podcast with somebody over your phone. Uh-huh. So, so that's Pretty really neat, cool. isn't it? Does it have Bluetooth too? It has Bluetooth as well. Yeah. That was the next thing I was going to get yep. to is that you can do, you can, man, these I, are freakishly similar, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, it's amazing what you can do with these little things like, and you can record direct to it. Right. So you can, like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier, you can just take this and a couple of microphones and go anywhere. Yeah. And record. Yep. Yeah. My, my, uh, pastor, we had talked about doing a, a podcast together at one point. And he's like, well, can we just do it at the church? Can you just bring equipment here and set it up and we can just record here? And I'm like, uh, well, not really. Cause I have to have to tear apart my whole setup at home here. This one, I could literally pull it out, disconnect everything I need, grab the power. So I'll still need the power for it and my headphones. And I wouldn't have to take this mic if I didn't want to, but I could, if I wanted to, and uh-huh. just transport that little bit of equipment to where I want to, where I want to record, do the recording and then come back here and just plug everything back in. And I'm, and I'm set oh, it's way yeah. simpler than, than with the uh, Behringer that I had. Yeah. It's very so, convenient. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I'm really happy with it so far. So that, and it's brightly colored and uh, a little bit mesmerizing. Well, I like it because one of the other things that I like about it, that's probably a real minor thing is that when like on the old Behringer, I had these little like led lights that would show me the level, this thing with that five inch screen on it, you can see every channel on here and the levels bouncing on it. And the screen actually looks really good, you know? So, Uh I, I mean, it's probably not necessarily a retina display. Well, but it could be, um, but it really looks nice. And right now I know I started the recording on this, my backup recording a little bit late, but I can tell you I'm, we're at 50 minutes or like probably 52, 53 minutes that we've recorded so far. So, and I've got 29 hours, 44 minutes and 24 seconds left on the, on the SD card. So not that anybody cares, but, but yeah, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about this board. It's been, been a lot of fun setting it up and that, and that's pretty to say that about audio equipment. Yeah. Is, right. Is <laughs> so cool. Well, cool. Gay for new things. Mm-hmm. And it works, works super well with, uh, with everything that I've got here, which is a huge bonus for me. I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Cause sometimes you get some of the stuff and it just doesn't like, does, it doesn't work as compatibly as you want mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and you got to make adjustments. This thing is right out of the box. Works, works great. So rock on very happy. All right, man. Well, if uh, y'all want to check us out online, you can check us out at innerdialogue.show. That's innerdialogue.show. And uh, you can uh, check out our back catalog. Uh, you can also, if you've got questions or comments, you can check me out at uh, Mitch Craig on Twitter. And Cam, you're on Instagram at, uh, what was your tag again? Oh, yeah, it's uh, Cam Brennan. Oh, Cam Brennan, right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> So uh, hit us up on the socials and uh, 
and enjoy our our great pod. Can can I can I tell you? Okay, Edge. Can I can I tell you? There are certain things that I hate in life, and I hate that. I hate the pod thing. You just did it to yourself, though, bro. I know, and I do. I do it totally ironically because it, because it bothers me so much. But the other thing is, is you notice in the new emojis, there's the there's the the little heart uh, thing where where heart you hands you, yeah you, yeah the heart hands thing. I hate that too because that's such yes, a it's, it's such a millennial thing. But I send so, that to my wife all the time just because I because it cracks me up. <laughs> so. <sighs> yeah, I I'm with you on the hating the hard hands thing. Yeah. All right, cool man. Have a good week. You too, sir. Toodaloo. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs>